Hey everybody and welcome to Comics and Cinema, host Alex Klein, and today we are talking about WandaVision, but not necessarily WandaVision, this is our monthly comic book episode, so we are talking about some comics that may or may not connect to WandaVision, and I have a very special guest with me today to go over that, uh, so everybody give a big round of applause to Robert Klauser. Robert, welcome and welcome back. I appreciate you having me back on, Alex. Yeah, of course. I, w- I wouldn't have it any other way, especially when it comes to <laughs> WandaVision. So uh, right. as we had talked about a little while back, I know we, we went back and forth for a while on like, okay, I, I had said I wanted to talk about something that was related to WandaVision. And at the beginning of this month, I was going to do the Young Avengers but I had said, like, well, hey, let's just wait and see uh, what this next episode has, and maybe something in that episode will be perfect for talking about. And sure enough, it was. So uh, our comic book uh, of the month, or I guess comic book story we're going to be focusing on for this month is a stint of West Coast Avengers issues that is titled Vision Quest. And this storyline revolves around Vision becoming White Vision, uh, just like at the end of the last uh, last Scarlet Witch, the last WandaVision episode. Uh, But there's also another issue that I pulled in as well uh, that we're going to talk about that deals with Wanda's kids that I found really interesting as well. So for those of you uh, that want to uh, check this out with us or follow along with us, the issues that we are going to be discussing are West Coast Avengers issues 42 through 45, and then issues 47 through 49, and then issue 52. And the reason for the skipping of those different blocks is those other issues I, I briefly looked over them. They're basically filler issues. They have nothing to do with the storyline. Uh, one of them is about the original Human Torch. Another one's about Iron Man coming to visit. Uh, and then when you start up like on issue 52, you're not really missing anything. Like You kind of know what was going on prior. So uh, this is around Vision Quest. But before we get started, Robert, uh, I wanted to get your thoughts on this most recent issue, uh, <laughs> this most recent episode of WandaVision. Uh, what did you think? Did you like it? Oh yeah, I loved it, man. It was really good. I, I um, I like how they broke down, you know, Wanda's Wanda's trauma, basically going back and, and showing you how everything went down in Westview, and it was, it, you know, it, it gave us a better look at Scarlet Witch because even in the movies, even though like Infinity War, we got the good look at her and Vision's story. This time around is like more dedicated to her, and, and it, it, I liked it a lot. It was really yeah. good. Yeah, I totally agree. It did. It 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 felt a lot like a sort of behind the scenes almost of Wanda's life, right. and it, it you know looking back on it, it felt really strange that there were so many characters that weren't in it. Like we didn't get you know we didn't hear hide nor hair from uh, from Darcy, from Vision, from Monica, from Pietro. It was literally just Agatha and Wanda the whole time. We really didn't even you know see her kids until the very end. So in in, in right. a way, it was it was a pretty bold move by marvel to do that with only one episode left because now the the juggling act begins with how do you wrap up a series like this that i think all of us have kind of assumed there's not going to be a season two of wandavision like it feels a lot like a limited series so how do you wrap up probably what like six or seven different main characters story arcs and have it come to a satisfying conclusion with an, enough to keep you wanting more, but enough to feel satisfied. 
Yeah, I don't know, man. I think I think uh, a lot of stuff's gonna be left unsaid for other stories. You know, I mean, as long as long as they wrap up, you know, Wanda Vision story, I, I think I think all the other stuff is probably gonna continue on. Yeah, that's a really great point, actually, because I I had said in my last episode, uh, where the hell is Monica? I want more Monica. And I feel like even if we don't get a lot of Monica in this last episode, we've already been told that she's going to be in Captain Marvel, too. And honestly, everything that she's had happen to her so far is the perfect lead in to Captain Marvel, too. So really, we don't need to see her again. But at the same time, like she was totally going into that basement. So we need to see her again. Like she's I feel like she would maybe confront or try and help Wanda and then Vision shows up. And then White Vision shows up, and then it's like, oh shoot, like who's gonna fight who? And then there's then there's a fight or something, and then you know, I, I don't know. I feel like that's the only way, especially if they are making it. I saw a rumor on a website that the episode is clocked at 50 minutes, okay. which uh, is not enough time, in my opinion, to <laughs> to have all of that pulled off. So we'll see. Hey, we'll see. I was doing the math the other day based on the six hours and i was laughing so hard because i was like okay you know not counting credits that means this last episode needs to be approximately like two hours and ten minutes and there's no way it would be that but uh but i'm excited for it i'm looking forward to it all right so i got a question for you yeah so okay we we keep talking about chaos magic a lot in this episode right and i was reading up on the stuff that you were telling me the west coast avengers it's it seems like it has a lot to do with probability like like stuff that normally wouldn't happen uh it's like her chaos magic Wanda's chaos magic like increases or reduces probability of something happening depending on what the situation is and i think that right. that's well that's a big part of of what she what she does with her magic and uh I, I don't i don't know too much about it as far as how that chaos magic works i don't, I don't know if you know yeah, I, I know a little bit about it. I know that that's probably one of the coolest aspects of the Scarlet Witch in the comics because, right. you know, we, we, we've always talked about how she's kind of the punching bag of the Marvel Universe in the comics where, like, one thing after another just keeps happening to her and it's always bad. She's always portrayed as the bad guy or whatever the case may be. But I feel like when it comes to her hex magic – that's something that they've really taken time to develop over the years. And I haven't read every Scarlet Witch storyline, but I just know like and they even talk about it in this in the these issues where it was like when she started out as, you know, the Scarlet Witch with Magneto and the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants, it was pretty small mm-hmm. time. But then over time, like she started developing her powers more. We see like in these issues that she gets, you know, embodied by the the one that came before or whatever it was that weird sort of dna cell thing that take takes her over but then you know like agatha starts training her and then she discover you know dr strange starts training her then there's so it's almost like over time she continues to to understand her powers more but in the beginning like around this time it was all about probability which i did find really interesting as well because that's almost the same as domino uh do you know who that that character is yeah, from uh, uh, she's a mutant, right? Yeah, from no, from X Men. Yeah, yeah, and That's it's the same. I mean, yeah. she has essentially the same power. The only difference is, I think, the way that uh, Domino's power works is 
it's it's her so like she doesn't have to cast anything it's just a like it's almost as if there's a force field around her that's constantly manipulating probability fields to where you know she shoots a bullet and you know the way that they'll show it in the comics is she's like well what are the chances that this bullet you know goes around the corner and hits this guy in the head well there you go it happens and they do that with right. i liked when they did that with scarlet witch too though she they said uh you know, oh, the, the the chances of this happening are four million to one. With a flick of her right. finger, she turns it down to one to one. And I was like, okay, like that's pretty cool. Um, well, but yeah. yeah so I don't. What was that? Sorry. I was just like in the episode with 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 the Stark bomb. You know, the probability of that thing blowing up. Exactly. Was, she she turned down the probability as a kid, so she always had that magic all along. But mm-hmm. you know, well, you know, like, it, like, it it factors into though, and I would be curious to hear what you think about what what about Lagos though in Civil War? Because like I would have thought I, if that was her, like, well, what's the probability of me lifting up crossbones and having him blow up in the air to not hurt anybody? Yet she pulls him up and he blows up a building. Like I feel like that was a miscalculation. Nah, maybe maybe it wasn't. Maybe it's more like the the collateral damage would have been greater had it been on the ground. Like it doesn't say she re- reduces all probability to zero. She just, I, I, I don't know. It, it's kind of complex, just just from reading this this short little run. So maybe sounds maybe very chaotic. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so the uh, so the the story itself, and I didn't I didn't um I haven't read I haven't really read any West Coast Avengers. I mean, I was always a <laughs> I guess you could say the East Coast Avengers fan. But the right. the story starts out with wanda waking up in the morning and i thought this i I saved some some panels from the story and one of them was she wakes up in the morning and and there's just a the writing for her they actually did a really good job in this i was really impressed i wasn't expecting it and i haven't read a lot of john byrne i believe is who did this and he did the the writing and the drawing which is really impressive but he says she dresses quickly, instinctively donning the brightly hued costume, which has earned her at least a part of her title. As always, she moves carefully, lest an indiscriminately pointed finger unleash the mutant hex powers, which earns her the rest of her title. I was like, that was a very clever way of, you know, saying Scarlet Witch. <laughs> right. I was like, hey, that's pretty cool. But so she wakes up in the morning and she basically says. I don't know where Vision is. She's like, I can't feel – she says I can't feel him, and uh, I thought that was interesting too since she talks about not being able to feel him in the show. But she can't feel him. She doesn't know where he is, and she's kind of walking around campus trying to find him or at least figure out if anyone else knows. And there's this whole bit that I guess Hawkeye got up early in the morning to exercise, and uh, he's like, Wanda, what are you doing up so early? Like this, I was like, is this like funny in the – I don't know. Was this the 80s or the 70s that this came out? This came out in the 80s from what Did I was it? reading. Okay. It, it, was, it was real bad. Man, a lot of the dialogue in this thing is real bad. Yeah. <laughs> I was surprised that I was able to make it through as easy as I did. Like, I really enjoyed this story. There were only a couple of parts in it where I was like, okay, come on, like with the the dialogue. But typically that time period, it does. It's it's hard to read. It's like, Mm -hmm. oh, that's like such so old timey and corny and not not in a good way. But eventually we get to the spot where it's like we can't find vision. And so the Avengers are like, okay, all right, well, we'll start looking for him. And I took a screenshot of this because he says, uh, I think it's Hank Pym who essentially says, all right, like we're going to, we're going to go search the compound for vision. He says, so if you'll forgive the rather poor humor, Avengers disassemble. 
And uh-huh. I was like, oh, wow, though, because, you know, Scarlet Witch disassembles the Avengers and, and, you know, the last thing we were talking about for House of M. Right. So that's a, a very uh, uh, foreshadowing for sure. But then we get a great uh, – we finally figure out what, what happened. And essentially the uh, – what was it? Vision It was not necessarily kidnapped, but – all of the uh, all of the computers, the internet, all of that went down on Avengers campus. So it was like there was a rolling blackout there. It must have been really really cold uh, on that side of California. But you know the power goes out. They lose all their information. Vision's gone, and we get the weirdest uh, about face that I've ever seen. In which uh, Mockingbird shows up and just says, "Hey, it was me." And, I, and I'm, like, thinking, you know, it's Agatha all along. It was yeah. Bobby all along. But I'm, like, this was done so much worse than Agatha. Because she just shows up and she's, like, ah, it was me. And I'm, like, what? What? Yeah, like, who who brought the, uh, they had, like, a, the, the, the fake Ultron show up to distract That's them. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, like, so like the, 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 this, like, international coalition could uh, take out their data on Vision and kidnap him because... They were saying he was too powerful. Like he, basically, they were saying like he he created the West Coast Avengers, even though they're, they're saying Hawkeye was in charge. They're saying Vision was the one that founded West Coast Avengers, and he had like access to all kinds of, of data and whatnot. And they were, you know, they were threatened by it. So that's what we were doing, taking taking that ability from him away. Yeah, was so. it you know? And that I thought was, and I'd be really curious to hear what you think on this. I thought that was a really yeah. interesting. Uh, story plot line like I thought mm-hmm. that was really cool because it was it was sort of like the okay well we're we're, we're all team vision right like we're always going to be team Avengers but mm-hmm. those you know the humans kind of had a point right like if he he's some android that had he'd caused like a huge world um, event prior to this and I don't know what event they were referencing but they were just making the logical conclusion of like, well, if we delete all of his data, he won't be able to do this mm-hmm. again. And it was like, yeah, that's uh, that sounds about right. And I was like, oh, that's pretty cool, too, that like the entire world, kind of like the Sokovia Accords, the entire world right. agreed like, yep, we're going to do this. And so in a sense, I was like, that's kind of cool, like that the you know, the world at least could agree on something. It just happened to be, you know, it sucks that it was vision. But what do you think about that? Uh, it's funny because isn't that a line? And one of one of the characters says in, in the book says, you know, it's ironic that, you know, Vision thought he would be bringing the world together. But, you know, he brought the world together to kind of basically take him out. Yep, exactly. <laughs> that, yeah. <that's> what, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, I guess if if if, if I, can, I can't remember what what they're referencing, like what he did. But, yeah, of course, that that'd be like a knee jerk or a natural reaction to try to, you know, take him out. If, if he's got that much power to to compromise you know global systems yeah that's that's mm-hmm. naturally what what a government entity will try to do is like take them out because it's a threat so yeah yeah well and then at that point um mockingbird well so at that point mockingbird doesn't really know who did it she thinks that it's mm-hmm. uh the kgb and so they're like all right well we found the place where you know he's being held so let's go we'll we'll break in and, and get vision back and so they get there, and that's when the whole, you know, monologue comes of like, oh, you know, we're people from all over the world, blah, 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 blah. And uh, – but then we get this great shot that totally uh, was put into WandaVision for sure of Vision's body right. laid out. And it, it looks way different than in the in the show, but you can see the element <laughs> of like his body parts kind of being pulled apart in a sense where they're all hanging on different tables. 
Right. And it's pretty, I mean, it, he reminds me a lot of, uh, what's that guy's name? Warlock uh, in the X-Men. Yeah, I remember the, the mutant, right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Kind of looks like that in its drawing. And then you've got the weird, uh, the weird vision suit that's like red that's just sitting on the table as well. Yeah. It's supposed to be his skin. Yeah. <laughs> his, okay. So, I mean, again, yeah. hey, it's, it's the 80s. So, okay, whatever. But, uh, but it's still cool and still creepy because it was like, wow, you know, they, they really kind of like in the show. It's just really off-putting to see Vision mm-hmm. torn apart like that. Right. And uh, so what and so uh, what happens after that? She basically says, like, we're taking Vision, like we're going to take him. And they're like, you know, that's that's fine. Did they, does she end up taking Vision or does she they just take his brainwave patterns? No, I think. I remember they take him back because Hank Pym's gonna put him back together. But that's right. They got what okay. they wanted. They've got what they wanted. They they basically uh you know got got his brainwave patterns and he's basically starting over from scratch. Yep. Kinda. Yeah. So they so. they did a system reset. What did you say, Robert? Uh, it was it was just kind of weird. Like <laughs> like I, I don't know. Like taking him apart just to get just to get his brainwaves or whatnot. Like. Why, why why take them apart? But, yeah, I don't know. right. Like, in if this had been written in modern day, it would have been something like they would have infected him with a virus while he was sleeping, and it would have knocked him out, and then they would have plugged mm-hmm. something into the back of his head to erase his memory, and then that would have been it. Like, they wouldn't have need. You right. don't need to disassemble his body. No, they they did it a lot better in the MCU. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, absolutely. I think it, it's funny. Like I said, this this story exceeded my expectations of it but the mcu has exceeded the story by so much more than what yeah what's being told right so yeah hank pym basically tells her like hey don't worry we will uh we'll bring him back and blah 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 and then kind of downplays the whole like but he's not going to be the same and just so that she leaves and then i i thought it was great afterwards she uh she destroys the entire building and oh yeah, that's right. I, I thought that was pretty badass because the same thing they said. Uh, what is it? Because I have it right here. Yeah, to calculate the odds against every bit of building material in a structure, every board and nail, every beam and rivet, every pane of glass, every hinge, staple, spot of glue, all reaching their point of maximum fatigue at precisely the same time. To calculate the odds against this would require the manipulation of numbers so huge. There is not a computer on Earth up to the task, but Wanda does not know this. And it was like, nice. And then she just collapses the entire building. So I hope we yeah. see something. We kind of see that with her creating the hex, I think, in the show. But I am still waiting for, and I bet you that's what we're going to get in this last episode, is some form or measure of how powerful she actually is once she realizes how powerful she actually is. Yeah. I hope so, man. Like, the whole thing with, with probability and chaos is, is really cool. So, Oh, yeah. You know, but, you know, don't forget we're going to get our multiverse of madness, too. So, Yeah, that's true. You know, and I'm wondering, what do you think about that, um, the vision she gets when she uh, looks – or the Mind Stone kind of looks at her and she, she sees her future self? Is that her at, like, her peak? Or is that just a, hey, you know, this is who you're going to become? Like, it's not a specific time period. No, I think that's who she's uh, destined to become. That's it. It's just showing her who she who she can be, basically. Because you yeah. know, the, the the mind stone is like its own thing. It's it, it, it's its own sentient thing. So it, it's basically showing her who she who she's gonna be. 
Yeah. And uh, but, you know, by at the end of this episode and I ish, I keep mixing up issues and episodes with shows and comics. Uh-huh. And I think that's probably I should just call this podcast episodes and issues and see if uh, see if that <laughs> helps. But uh, at the end of this issue, good. <laughs> we get a uh, we get a surprise guest that I was not expecting uh, in the form of uh-huh. U.S. agent. And I was like, oh, nice. So now we're getting some Fal- this. This ties into Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Right. Uh, which I thought was I thought that was pretty cool. But they really paint him out to be uh, like kind of a jerk. But there's that scene where he is in his room talking to his dead mom that I thought was really. Right. Cool. Yeah, I, I didn't see him as too much of a jerk. I just seen him as like, like you know, government shill, you know, pretty much. Yeah. Coming there because the government wants some oversight for the West Coast Avengers. And, you know, Hawkeye doesn't take too much, you know too kind of that so he was so funny the whole time like i i I, again like you know there's a lot of jokes that don't hit in these old comics but i thought it was really funny how like no one listened to him and he's like i'm the captain like you you need to listen to me and they're like yeah we don't care oh yeah because they're basically listening to janet the whole time like she's the one that comes up with all the plans basically when they're fighting yeah this was this was almost like the time of the event. I almost wonder if that's what they did on purpose for the West Coast Avengers, where these were the Avengers that were going through relationship issues, because you've got uh, Hawkeye and, and Mockingbird going through a divorce. You've got Hank Pym and Janet Van Dyne, who they're not. I don't think they're going through a divorce. I'm pretty sure they talk. Do they? I don't know if they ever mention if they're husband and wife. In, in these. Uh, I, don't, I don't think they do. I, I just think they're like real awkward towards each other throughout yes. the years. Yeah, they're thing. super awkward. And then you've got Scarlet Witch and Vision and Wonder Man who are all kind of in this weird love triangle as well. It just mm. I thought that was funny. It was like, oh, they're all like literally every issue. There's at least one mention of somebody's, you know, failed relationship. And I was like, oh, that's funny. Yeah, it's it's pretty it's pretty bad <laughs> it's, yeah i mean i it was funny because i they, they kept they keep talking about how vision is the he has the brain waves of simon yeah. of wonder man uh-huh. and he won't give his brain waves again which i totally got like i i'm that makes sense to me especially if the first time that you gave your brain waves away it wasn't with your permission so i could mm-hmm. get where you would be like no i don't want my mind invaded again but the reason that he's doing it is because he's in love with Wanda and like everything that uh, I think it was Janet who was ta- it was either Janet or Bobby talking with him of like, do you know, like, that's why she's in love with Vision is because she's in love with you. But like, yeah, you was, doing this to her Janet. is going to make you hate her. I was like, this is just awkward. Yeah, it was Janet. OK, OK. Yeah. It was just I don't know, like. I get it, but it's like, dude, you're really putting yourself in a tough spot because if you say yes, you're going to lose the girl. But if you say no, you're going to lose the girl. So it's a no it's a no win situation. Right. Yeah. That's uh, when they, like, I guess that's when she does more uh, hex powers and drops like the damn cliff on him huh? or the side of the <laughs> oh yeah she got yeah. so mad so fast too she was like mm-hmm. what are you that that's it and i think i'm trying to <laughs> oh no okay so we haven't actually got there yet 
because I'm, I'm I opened up my Marvel Unlimited and I'm scrolling through the panels now. But I wanted to call out as well. There's another really interesting plot line that is more of a <laughs> subplot of uh, kind of a musical chairs of governesses for the twins. And we just keep right, seeing right. new people come in to babysit the twins and they keep saying, like, the twins are gone. Like, they keep disappearing, mm-hmm. which I thought was really interesting. Yeah, we'll figure that one out later. They they tell you what happens at the end of the, the run there. Yep, yep. We so. get uh, we get a little side story, too. There's a Tigra side story that I personally did not land with me very well. I liked no. seeing her as an animal, but at the same time, they're like – Oh, you know, oh, that must have been Tiger in the kitchen. She's really liking eating rats. And I was mm-hmm. like, what, what kind of dialogue is yeah. that? What, what <laughs> kind know. of a character arc is that? Oh, yeah, do you remember um, that time when I stayed with the West Coast Avengers and ate rats? Right. Like, oh, my God. Um, but, yeah, and okay, so then the end of this issue is essentially Hank explaining to her that Vision's never going to be the same again. Like, we're going to be able to put him online. He will be Vision but he is not going to be your vision because he doesn't have the brain waves of uh, of Hank Pym or I'm sorry of, of Wonder Man. And so the very end of this, the last few panels, is Vision comes out and he's uh, completely white. He's got the little thing in his head, and she's like, "Oh, Vision, Vision, Vision!" And she's like, "I, I hated this part where he says Wanda is." She gives him a hug, and he says, "Is there some significance to this action?" And I was like, dang. So, like, he has, he basically just has no emotions. And I don't see him anywhere saying, like, I don't love you anymore. But he essentially no. just feels like an emotionally shut down dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, basically. I mean, he still acknowledges that's his wife and everything. But, yep. yeah, there's, there's no real emotion there. Like I said, it, this stuff is really weird. It's like these 80s comics are yeah kind of all over the place, man. Like, like They really are. And, they, they, you know, did you notice as well they do this thing where, like, I noticed it quite a bit towards the end of like they'd start telling a completely different story. Like you'd turn the panel and it was a story about um, I don't know. There was one about Wonder Man's backstory and then there was a story about something that was going on in space. And at the end of each one, I'd go, ah, 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 true believer, this will happen in the next issue. And I'm like, yeah, not, like yeah. is that how you teased things back in the '80s? Was you like I don't know? I that did not hit for me. No, and I. I the other thing that didn't land for me was the whole backstory of him being the uh, synthesoid human torch vision. Oh my God. I know. And then yeah. for them to come back and be like, Oh, he actually isn't the human torch. And it was like, <laughs> so, and that that's why I specifically had you skip that, like the issue of the human right. torch coming back too. Cause it was like, who cares? This is so dumb. Like everybody <laughs> knows he's not the human torch. Like, and they, they I don't know. That was so weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the the Phineas, everything with Phineas too, where the he's like, This is not my making, or like, oh, we've got this old man in our, you know, in our care and custody. And it's like, who cares? This is so weird. <laughs> uh, but yeah, at the end of this issue is when she she talks she confronts uh she confronts Simon uh, Wonder Man and says, you know, you need to do this, and he's like she's like, No. And then she slaps him, says, I hate you and crumbles an entire mountain on top of him and uh that and then he gets so mad that in his 80s garb he screams so loud that neighboring towns can hear him as far away as san francisco and then he flies up into space so that no one can hear him scream right oh my god 
trash. Well, <laughs> I know, they're trying to make it seem like it's some big, uh, like, oh, I love you so much that I will scream and the entire earth will hear it. It's like no one wanted that. Like, no one wanted that, dude. Just give them your brainwaves. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of glad that they, they're not, you know, I, I know I know a lot of people are comic purists and whatnot, and, and that stuff's cool, but I'm, I'm glad they're just taking little snippets here and there from for the MCU. Like, some of the stuff would not look good or, or land on a TV show or movie, you know. It, Do you think that when the, the MCU parliament is you know convening and they have i'm sure they have creative summits i don't think they talk about it that much but they totally have to have those moments where they're all together in a room they're all planning out the next few years and i'm sure that you know they've they've probably got their the marvel encyclopedia i know they talk about that a lot but they've probably got the comic books out too and they're talking about it do you think that they're ever saying that like ooh, you know we could we could uh do this storyline but you know, like this part doesn't work. Maybe that won't work. Or do you think they just come up with the idea because they've remembered the the good parts of the story and then they craft it that way and look back at the comic and go like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We totally didn't do the same thing, but that's fine. This works a lot better. Like, do you think they're proactive about it or reactive about it? I think I, I want to say they're proactive about it. They, they probably read a bunch of stuff. Like if when they got when they, when they pitch something, they probably read a bunch of stuff and, and figure out what works and what they like or what's ridiculous because i think like the mcu is still even though it's it's fantastic it's still a little bit more grounded than the, of course it is it's more grounded than the comics mm-hmm. you know which 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 is a lot better which makes more sense and it's it's more entertaining as far as i'm concerned because like like you're talking about like you got these through lines that are just jump all over the place and some of this ridiculous stuff that goes on and you know and and, and like in these particular issues it's, it doesn't work like they they, they took the good parts out and they put it in the show. Like the best, the best parts of the show are, you know, the best parts of the comics are in the show. Yeah, basically. I totally agree with you. And I yeah. mean, it's no more apparent than U.S. agent telling Vision to get some clothes on, and he's like, "Your position is not logical. Humans wear clothes for, you know, he says they wear clothes for three reasons: protection, <laughs> modesty, or vanity. None of these apply right. to me. I'm like." Why? I, I mean, I liked that line, but at the same time, I'm like, dude, why are you arguing with? Like, he's literally a robot. Why are you so uncomfortable with him? And then we get the bit where he he creates his costume, and then the last scene of the issue is uh, U.S. agent talking to a photo of his mom. Uh, right. This and then literally the next issue, which is why I was like, we need to skip this issue. Is uh, I'm pretty sure from what I, I I got from the next few issues, this next issue is just that. Hawkeye got so pissed that nobody listened to him that he went to the Great <laughs> yeah. Lakes Avengers and was yeah. like, maybe you guys will listen to me. And right. I'm like, I'm not. I don't care about that at all. I don't need to <laughs> see that. I don't need to hear it. Uh, and I, well, yeah, when they showed up later in the game, it was like, I don't even care. They were, I don't know. So, so this next issue, she is with Hank Pym and T'Challa, Black Panther, which I thought was pretty cool. Black Panther is a little cold to her, but he doesn't realize that what is it that he doesn't realize vision i don't think he yeah. realizes that they were married is that well, what it I, was? I just, no i just think it like their dynamic between t'challa and vision stayed the same pretty much but he just doesn't notice the the dynamic between uh vision and wanda oh yes what what a uh 
what a very 80s thing to write about that the man doesn't understand what the woman is going through and thus dismisses her and i mean that's sort of the whole story right that's kind of, I, again i i totally understand that wonder man doesn't want to use his brain waves that's fine but same thing with him he kind of did the same thing to her of like mm-hmm. no you wanda you're actually wrong about all this it's like dude no she's like devastated and you should be nice to her right and he even try he does that again in this issue. He goes up to like Wanda, please, do you forgive me yet? And it's like <laughs> you need to stay away from her. Like until you get this worked out, you need to stop. And then yeah, right. she has a, he has her conversation with Janet, and yeah, basically says, I don't even care. I mean, I was like, dude, Wonder Man, you are a whiner, man. All I kept thinking about while he was doing these fights was like, you know how in the current comics right now he's a pacifist, uh-huh. like he won't fight. And I just kept thinking like. I wonder if that made him a better person, too, and not fighting, that now he's like a nicer guy and more understanding and less. He's very angsty in this in these issues. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, don't know. Uh, I, I, I could care less about Wonder Man in these issues. <laughs> oh, I know. And then again, here we go. We get we get a meanwhile and it's uh, U.S. agent confronting Tigra. And I was like, OK, no, I don't care. And oh, then. God, yeah. Yeah, no, and then, but then, okay, so then Vision and Scarlet Witch leave. They they leave in a Quinjet, they leave in secret, and they're, she received a letter from a, and I actually thought this was pretty cool, was that she received a letter from a college in Texas, mm-hmm. and so the whole rest of the story takes place in Texas. I thought that was the coolest thing ever. There's that whole bit when, uh, and we'll get to in a couple of issues, but like when Captain America and She-Hulk come in, they're like, hey, Dallas, Fort Worth. I was like, oh, no way. Like, that's where you used to work. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, call and it DFW. Uh, yeah, what is that? What is it called? Ar- Archon DFW when you come into their airspace? Mm, yeah, it was, uh, yeah, I think I saved that as one of my panels. Um, yeah, and that was a really cool panel, too, because and I'll, I'll call that out right now and I'll call it when we get closer. But I love She-Hulk's outfit in this. Mm-hmm. So cool, like very 80s, very uh, bright and vibrant. I thought I thought she did a great job. Or, or yeah, like, you know, like, a, like an 80s, 80s aerobic instructor. instructor exactly. Like yeah, <laughs> I was like, oh, this is super cool. It reminded me of like a Jane Fonda. Uh, right, sort of thing. right. Yeah. She says, uh, hello, Dallas, Fort Worth. This is the Avengers Quinjet, AV-297, requesting clearance for emergency landing. Do you copy Dallas? And I was like, nice. Yeah. Oh, that was great. <laughs> uh, oh, but so so they land. And so she's what? She's showing up to this place mm. on the promise that they will be able to help bring Vision back to who he was. Right. And so they land. And they, like, walk inside and somehow don't hear their entire Quinjet get smashed to pieces. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, Vision doesn't think twice. Obviously, he's, you know, he's the white Vision at this point, so he's not thinking about Wanda's well-being. But, you know, they, they basically go their own ways. They, like, take Wanda into a separate room and, and keep her there because, really, they wanted Wanda. They, did, they don't care about Vision at all. They probably don't even know what Vision's going through. They just want Wanda because of how powerful she is and because of her um, chaos magic. And that's when we get into another very, very interesting storyline that ends so terribly and so dumb. Like the potential for the story. And that's where I had like, you know, I'd flashed through a couple of the pages before I said, let's read these. And I saw that page of her getting covered in the black goo. And it reminded me a lot of Jean Grey becoming the Phoenix. 
And I was like, yeah, oh, that's the vibe. That's the vibe like I got with it. Powered too. up, right? But it, it 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 was it was terrible. It was like nothing. They spent all this time building it up, like her going through like the evolution and all this other stuff, and then like it. There's no payoff. Like nothing. Yeah, there was lit- literally no payoff, and it was what I would say probably one of the easiest bad guys to defeat ever. <laughs> like I've never yeah. seen something so primordial and all-encompassing get killed mm-hmm. off so fast. You know that we also, and I'm looking here, we also get a really. This was actually really sad. Was she's with Vision, talking with Vision about you know they're they're in the lab or whatever, but she goes to kiss him. She says, "Vision, wait." And there's a there's a panel of her saying, "Vision, wait," and he's got this kind of sad look on his face. And then the next panel is her kissing him, and he has that exact same look on his face, even though she's kissing him on the lips, which clearly means, you know, he wasn't kissing back and whatever, which was so sad. And then she pulls her head away, and she's got a tear coming off uh, her face. I just thought that was really, I don't know. I mean, she's just devastated and devastating. And then she gets locked into the room. Right. And then, uh, and then, again, super cool. All this black goo starts coming out of the walls and the ground, and she gets sucked up, and it gets it, it engulfs her. And then that's the end, and it says this is an ancient evil. And I, I was really interested. I, and I'm like, ooh, this sounds really cool. We start learning about this ancient evil. It started from the beginning of time when the first two cells uh, you know, broke apart. They came back together. And then when they broke apart again, I think it was almost it kept to me kept thinking like the creation of mutants is kind of what I thought they were getting that's, at. That's what I thought they were getting at too, but it, yeah, it didn't, it didn't play it that way for me. I don't know. No, not at all. I mean, and then they basically anybody who gets put into this goo, it's kind of like being hit by the scepter in a sense, where like you your mind controlled. But at the same time, you have full faculty of your body. So, like, Wanda's a completely normal person, but now she's fighting for this cause. And we don't really know what this cause is, and they really don't ever tell you what the cause is. But I, I thought that the company was just trying to, to evolve. Like, they, they were saying, like, you know, Homo sapiens uh, yeah, going extinct, so we might as well adapt and, and, and become Homo superior. That's what they were trying to do, and it made no sense. Like, so they're what? They're going to become mutants? Is that what they want to do? I have no idea, like how, how that was going to work. But that's what the, the whoever that guy, that chairman guy, was. Who was oh, like, Mr. Random? R- yeah, Random. Okay, that wasn't even his real name. <laughs> right. But dude, I'm not even going to remember your fake name, so don't even bother telling me your real name. <laughs> right. And then and then we get one of those uh, those flippers or whatever. Meanwhile, uh, oh yeah, with eros in space looking for nebula and it says and and i'm like are you kidding me at the end of this page it will be some time before we see the full consequences of this dark pronouncement for now and then we're back and oh wait no we're back at this is something about the vision vision being confirmed not to be torch somehow that's headline news i don't know why that would need to be reported by the newspaper uh, that must have been an Eddie Brock reporting, if you know what I mean. Right. And then we get back, but then we're back, and now we're back at this in the main story. And again, I was just like, that's just so weird. Like two whole pages of this comic book have nothing to do with this story at all. Yeah, um, that's what I'm saying all over the place. Panel with the dinosaurs. Did you like that one? Uh, it was okay. <laughs> it, was, it was all right. <laughs> I I love dinosaurs, so I. No, yeah, I, I do too. But like, 
the context of this story, I, I didn't get it. Yeah, like, it like, still, yeah. Basically, there's no no payoff because I I thought I thought we were going with like you know uh, evolution of, of the mutant gene or something like that, but it didn't play out that way at all. Yeah, they um, it's like. I'm trying to even see where cause she kind of chills in bed for a while and then Captain America and She-Hulk show up and then they break in and somehow uh, She-Hulk gets – there's actually a really cool panel where, where they went up to the top of a building and She-Hulk jumps off the building and smashes through like seven floors yeah, yeah. and then Captain America does the same with his shield. That was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Then, he's, then he's monologuing about how his freaking shield <laughs> absorbs the freaking – Impact, Since my, my shield can absorb almost yeah. any impact, landing God. on it after a 20-story fall is less of a shock to my body than just stepping off a curb. And it's weird <laughs> because that panel shows him jumping off of his shield, like his shield is on the ground, and he goes wong, and he jumps off of it. The next scene he has his shield. So did his shield spontaneously return to his hand, or did he uh, run back to his shield to pick it up? I don't know. It don't. Honestly. Couldn't care less. Yeah, I, I just think like that whole monologue thing, like basically him jumping down. That he, he'd probably fall down quicker than that whole monologue took. But you know, it's comics. This was this whatever. Yeah. But um, you know, like that was so weird. Like you were talking about earlier, like Mister Random. The whole time they were there, to, like they, he was giving them a tour because they were looking for uh, Vision. You know, because they they responded to the uh, transponder. Yeah. Because apparently, apparently the Quinjet, the transponder only goes off when the ship's destroyed, which is pretty dumb <laughs> you know yeah. so <laughs> yeah know. kind of seems like a dumb transponder i feel like a transponder should go off anytime the quinjet leaves avengers right. campus mm-hmm. but whatever yep. but hey we get a cool we get a cool shot which is probably one of my favorite of the entire story of she hulk given this very cool look before she smashes into the building to uh right. to get wanda and again, she's like, "It's time." Wanda says, "It's time for you to join us." And I'm like, "But like, join who?" And they're ta- the the great. I have not been turned. I have rather been shown the truth, the great and ancient truth, which has dwelled within all living things since the dawn of tra- time. The truth you will come to share, but she doesn't say what the truth is. Nope. And that's the end of that issue. Actually, there's a there's a page on Hawkeye, but I don't care. Um, so yeah she beat both of them it looks like she's assimilate she assimilates she hulk but doesn't assimilate captain america we we didn't see that at all it's like that that's what cap wakes up from cap wakes up from you know (laughs) the rubble and and next thing you know she hulk turns on him we didn't see nothing i have no idea it's weird and they they make it sound so cool no more than one can reason with a hurricane with a swarm of locusts we are a force of nature primal elemental we have survived since the dawn of life on earth but we will die as quickly as hawkeye can fire a buzzsaw arrow Mm -hmm. Uh, which i think is what i think he breaks in with this but this buzzsaw arrow did you that was that was it that was at the beginning that was when they were going to that that fake facility to, to get vision out. Oh, okay. Yeah. I yeah. thought that I just pictured it in my head of like him shooting an arrow into it. And then the arrow itself just starts moving. So like that arrow has to have a buzzsaw. It needs to have a motor. Yeah. It needs to, it, just, it doesn't add up. It doesn't add that up. Is. Uh, yeah. And so then what we get more complaining from wonder man, Tigra's on the, pr- 
this actually this is great because she does she looks like Gollum from Lord of the Rings, and literally all it is is a panel that says letter what letter Tigra and then Tigra runs across the screen that's it like we don't ever see where she came from where she's going she just mm-hmm. kind of disappears and he said and this is the uh, I guess the the butler who is is Hispanic and he says see oh god that's so terrible that's oh so my god I know See, Senor, Senora Nelson has been acting most strangely of late. The cook says she has been chasing mice in the kitchen. Oh, God. Yeah, it's like Tiger is just a freaking, you know, bad house cat, the whole freaking thing. Yeah. No agency. (laughs) And then so what is the solution? Uh, Hank shrinks her down to a tiny a tiny cat. I don't think that's a healthy choice. But, hey, I don't think he had a lot of options. Right. So yeah, then then now finally it says roughly one thousand miles away, Captain America wakes up and She Hulk has been assimilated, but we don't know how or why. Mm-hmm. And uh, then we get to Vision finally saying, "I have been unattended now for seven hours, four minutes, twenty three seconds." This is inconsistent with the alleged purpose of my being here. Like it took you seven hours to figure out that something was amiss, Vision. I think he has a old operating system. <laughs> Sounds like he might need to get some more RAM put in him because that mm-hmm. is a long time. Yep. And then, of course, yeah, I mean, he flies. This actually was cool, too. He, like, phases through a couple of walls and then flies into the sky and then finds the Great Lakes Avengers flying around and has them come bring everyone to stop them. I want to find what exactly, like, I, I'm still waiting for them to see what the... What is this thing? Oh, it's that's what it is. It's called That Which Endures. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. And what the hell is this? Mr. Random, something I don't understand about all this. Yeah, you and me both, She-Hulk. Uh, you talk about we and us. Who is we? What is That Which Endures? Perhaps I can answer that, Jennifer. And that's Scarlet Witch. Oh, really? Is she going to answer it, though? Oh, yeah, she basically explains the exact same thing. Uh, in the from the prior issue of cells dividing, cells moving, um, so I just okay, it's a so, passenger inside of us. Yeah, so it, here it is. It makes no sense. At the dawn of time, was born that which that which endures, a semi sentient organism present in all living things on Earth. It chooses which species to live in, to live and die. Which die, realizing mutant kind would provide the best host. Over humanity, they kidnapped the Scarlet Witch in a plan which would have killed all the humanity. But isn't random a human, or or was and it was his, his assistant Mrs. M- or Miss Klein? Shout yeah, hey, I like that. By the way, we got a <laughs> proper spelling Klein shout out, and she actually mm-hmm. did a great job. I thought she seemed very adept at her job, very competent. Right. Um. Yeah. And so, what our guiding an assessment is made those life forms we judge to be at their maximum potential we abandon our presence within their cell shrinks dwindling to nothing and our guiding intellect turns so you know what i i would say if we are going to give any credit to this at all essentially what it is is a creature that is choosing the best host in order to at some undisclosed time in the future get power is what i would assume i would say if this was something you know written today this would be you know an easter egg situation that has been set up like you could easily have a really cool storyline today because it feels a lot like venom almost but like a storyline today of 
you know, the the that which endures has returned and is finally claiming, you know what I mean? Like if they they've picked the strongest be say they, right. they they've now inhabited the internals, right? Like they're the the best of us sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And now the Eternals are evil and they fight and it's, you know, whatever. That makes sense. That would be kind of cool to see. But again, you don't you don't become that if you're getting beat by Hawkeye and Mockingbird. Like that to me doesn't say that you're a very powerful individual. Yeah, I mean Basically, it's just for for the sake of having some kind of like doomsday doomsday event, because all it yeah. says is it, it it picks the the you know which species live and die. So basically, it's it's they were planning mass genocide for for humans, and that makes no sense because I don't think that anybody in that facility was a, was a mutant. Correct. Yeah, they all were almost like the sort of please we'll help we'll help you assimilate with the mutants if you let us also assimilate. Like fine, we'll let a couple humans in, sort of thing. Yeah. And then okay. we get Mister Immortal, who is essentially the uh, the MacGuffin, not the MacGuffin, the D- Deus Ex Machina of the thing. Like, oh, of course, Hawkeye would go to the Great Lakes event. Honestly, I bet you that's what they were going to say. Like, okay, we've got this assimilator. And it is unstoppable, but the only way to stop it is all you got to do is flip the switch. But if you do flip the switch, you'll die. And it's like, okay, well, what if we had Hawkeye go to the Great Lakes Avengers? Mr. Immortal is on that team, so he could he could flip the switch. He'll die, and then he'll come back. Awesome. Right. Win-win. Great. Let's do it. Yeah. That's literally what happens, right? He goes down there. He punches the thing. Yeah, the, radi- the radiation is too strong for anybody to go in, so he goes in there and—, and- what is what is that? The, yeah, the assimilator, right? That's what the they call it. Assimilator, yeah. Yeah. So he goes in there and destroys it, and he dies, and you know, of course, he comes back. So. Yeah, right. of course he comes back, right? He's Mister Immortal. Um, yeah, and then the what is his name? Mister I, or the guy that is uh, the he's like completely black with the diamond shaped white eyes. Yeah, it kind of looks like Spider-Man. That's, yeah, uh, a little uh, bit. He has a. I, I haven't looked into his power very much, but he basically just stood in one spot, and you could jump through him and jump through a wall or something. But he says, "Hey, Avengers Assemble over here, quick!" And I'm like, "Dude, you do not get to say Avengers Assemble." His name is Doorman. Door. Okay, so then I think that is what it is. Is he's like a doorway to wherever you want to go, sort of thing. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then yeah, and then it ends, right? It just completely ends. It says, "And so." Uh, yeah, look at this. You know a story is bad when you get this kind of dialogue. Guess there's not much point. This is Hawkeye talking to the bad guy. Guess there's not much point in trying to arrest anyone. Oh, yeah. If right. ever anybody had a good claim to not being in full control of their faculties, it's you people. Thank you <laughs> at le- for that at least, Hawkeye. It's bad enough to realize I lost half my <laughs> lifetime and every penny I own to this thing without having to face a jail sentence as well. Uh, yeah, the dormant survivor compelled you to use your family fortune to purchase this university and convert it to the needs of the project. You gathered together those few hundred others who would that which whom that which endures had awakened, and each contributed a small cell sample to develop into the assim- like. Okay, so all of this grand plan that this this uh, that which endures clearly had a, a grand master plan that got foiled so fast, and yeah. now there are no more. It says so at the end of this story. Captain America says, "I hope that's true." Uh, and I hope no part of it was due to that which endures in terms of um, 
being more to humanity that like maybe maybe part of being a human was because of this this parasite he says if it is we are no more than vehicles for this parasite when a day comes that that survivor does finally depart we're going to find ourselves very much alone and i did find that last panel very reminiscent of the house of m panel uh, yeah, with, the, with, the, yeah. with the same earth but still that's the stupid i don't even understand what that means did you understand what that meant nope <laughs> yeah i was like this i was like you know what i'm just done and then yeah we then we get the next issue which is t- uh, trash and i mean i i won't say it's trash i didn't read it but it's human torch no thanks i uh, also i love human torch but i'm not trying to read it this issue nor the uh issue number 51 which is like iron man's coming to town <laughs> it's like who cares and yeah. so then uh next up we got our final issue though which is issue 52 and it is about master pandemonium. And so the way, again, I, I thought it was pretty nice. Like if I, if it was current day and this was the first issue of the mini series or whatever, like it's a pretty crazy start to having. I, you want, know, I wonder if that's where. Issue. I wonder if that's where what's name got his name from because they call him Master P in a couple of panels. Master. <laughs> just, I'm just laughing. It's, it's too much to say Master Pandemonium. So you're just calling him Master P in a couple of the panels. It was pretty funny. He has to be one of the another like just the long list of dumb villains. Yeah. Like he, <laughs> yeah. he is, but you know it's cool too though because I think we're gonna get a lot of conversation. And you know what I'll say? Well, let's and we'll get into this portion in a second. But uh-huh. I, let's talk about the last six issues or seven issues in regards to WandaVision. So I think clearly they're pulling the white vision, obviously of you know he's emotionless, all that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. I. I honestly don't think they're going to pull – there's nothing more that they will pull from it. Like I don't think there's anything else that they saw there that they're like, ooh, this is gold. No, 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 no. Like I said, thank God for the parliament because they pull the absolute best from these stories and put everything else to the side. The, yeah. yeah. Dude, man, if, if Avi Arad had been on this parliament, he would have probably been like, well, hang on a minute. That which endures is a really uh, good idea. Like we could – we." Could, could build a assimilator no. and be like, Avi, shut <laughs> up, dude. Like, do you not? Do you remember when he he like wanted to put the Spider Mobile in a movie? I heard about that. Yeah, man, he's. I, I wouldn't put it past him though to be like, that's actually a really compelling villain, and I feel like we. Oh, that'd be really cool. Uh, no thanks. But yeah, no, I don't think I mean, the only other thing. And like I said, I was really hoping that that when she gets turned like completely covered in the blackness, that. Mm-hmm it would give her some like giant power surge. And I was going to say they would pull that to say like, okay, you know, because vision is, you know, emotionless now she's very upset. She's very mad and she kind of loses herself. Like I could see that happening in the show, but that doesn't happen in the comics. Like they they completely missed that opportunity. That would have been a really good opportunity. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, like I said, it was a good st- – I, I enjoyed the story overall. There's just a lot of bits of it that were, you know, 80s bits. So we get to this uh, We get to this piece now. So she, the, the first panel is her screaming no. And then we see, which is honestly very shocking, uh, Master Pandemonium with both of her kids, who I will point out as well. We didn't talk about this, but throughout this entire storyline, her kids look like adults. The, fa- the, the, fa- the face that's drawn for the kids' faces just looks like adult faces. Did you notice yeah, that? Yeah, they look like like bad cherubs. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's just uh, uh, so bad. And so yeah. he's holding these. They're his arms now. 
And uh, and so, again, I liked doing this. I liked not reading the last two issues because obviously the end of the last issue is going to show you how this happened. But I kind of like jumping into this and being like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> Like right. this is crazier than the whole last part of the story. What you know, she what's going on with her kids? And so this whole this whole thing is about him fighting the Avengers. He's try Master Pandemonium, as far as I understand it, he made a deal with Mephisto, and in doing so, his soul got split into five parts. And so he is on the hunt to get his five pieces of his soul back. Two of those pieces are billy and tommy and that kind of goes back to and i it's funny um huge shout out i would say to um uh, mcu fan show for uh detailing the wanda or scarlet witch and vision 12 issue miniseries like when was that like a year and a half ago that entire yeah, series yeah. seems like where they pulled the the show from, honestly. Like the fact that they go to the suburbs, they go to New Jersey, they go, you know, Agatha Harkness is there. She has her kids. Like it's literally everything from the show, mm-hmm. which is wild. But I, I think what happens is at the end of that, uh, it's kind of revealed that she created her kids from those soul fragments of Master Pandemonium, and that's why he's reclaiming them back. Though we get a really cool reveal in this story that it actually isn't Master Pandemonium's soul that is being reunited; it's Mephisto's soul, and I thought that was super cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, that kind of got confused there for a minute, but then, yeah, I saw Mephisto uh, at the end. I had to read it twice. I was like, <laughs> yes. "What? Come yeah. on! Like, can you make it any more complicated?" Mm-hmm. I got, I got like Voldemort vibes reading this stuff, you know, like, oh, oh 100 <laughs> percent. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah. And I mean, Pandemonium is bragging about, ah, ha, ha, like I got the pieces of my soul that were Wanda and Vision's kids. And so he starts sending out a bunch of demons. But then we get a really cool. This is also a really great Agatha Harkness issue because mm-hmm. uh, she sends her cat Ebony to help, which I would say, I guess, is Senior Scratchy. But. I don't think it's in your scratch. I don't think they're doing a whole ebony thing in this. But uh, also, we get a little bit of Human Torch in here. Not that any of us were asking for it, but did you find mm-hmm. it interesting that Human Torch lands at the house and turns his fire off? The uh, not even care. <laughs> I mean, yeah, my first. They made a very big point in the last few issues that oh, blah blah blah. You know, Human Torch. The reason he's on fire is because the way he was created. Whenever he is in touch with oxygen. Like the uh, actual air, he burns, and I'm like, oh, but now he can turn it off and on at will. Like, okay, yeah, I wasn't worried about it too much. Yeah, I, I, I just thought they were just tying them in because they were they were thinking that Vision used to be the the uh, synthetic Human Torch in in the 40s. Like, I, I don't know what his whole presence there was in the first place. I know he he brought the two pieces of, of uh, I'm gonna call him Master P, Master P's soul to yeah. to the fight. So. Which made no sense. They were, were they on like another plane of existence or something? Like they weren't on. Yeah, they were on some other plane of existence. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna I'm gonna take the bullet for us, and I'm gonna just open up this next issue and go uh. to the very end of it and see if we see what it is that that happens. Okay, he actually shows up halfway through. And look, <laughs> you guys, you're free to read this if you want to, but it looks like he shows up. And they they have a big fight with him, and he says, our mission here, fall back, my demons, rejoin your master, our mission here is done. And then he disappears. And Wanda freaks out and says, the children, they're gone. 
and he is in what looks to be hell. And so, yeah, he definitely just went to a different dimension. And then they're like, we have to go find him and get him back. And it looks like there's this whole kind of um, immortus storyline that's in the background as well Mm -hmm. that keeps popping in and out that has nothing to do with anything. Clearly he's, he's got a master plan, but we're certainly not going to see it for another hundred issues or whatever. It's going to probably end up being, they keep doing these weird teases. Yeah. I think that's just like back in the day, uh, ways to get you to buy more stuff. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's nice to think though, that we're, we we're not there anymore, you know? Right. Oh, like yeah. that Marvel doesn't have to do. They still are very You know what's funny is that is the that is the old version of Twitter in a sense because I don't feel like you see that as much in comics these days of like, oh, we're not going to tell you like for the most part it's a huge reveal at the end of an issue to make you, excuse me, to make you want to go read the next issue. It's never like a you know, they typically seem – it seems like they're doing it in a, a word bubble sort of thing of like what will happen, tune in next time. They don't do that anymore in the comics, but the <clears throat> writers do. Like I – and I've talked about this in the past, but like you've got writers like uh, – Donny Cates is a huge one. Any <clears throat> new issue that comes out, he's on Twitter saying this is the craziest thing that I've ever done. This I can't believe Marvel let me do this. This is insane. And that makes people go like, oh, I have to read this. Like, I've fallen for that a lot. Donnie's actually really good at actually following through with it. But there are a lot of times where they're like, oh, yeah, what happens in this issue? You're not going to want to miss. And I read it and I'm like, it was nothing. Like, that was not a big deal. <laughs> and it's like, yeah. they should not be allowed to do that. But, hey, they've got to they've got to promote it somehow. Mm-hmm. So Agatha... Um, you know, at this point says, and this is, I thought was a very interesting thing. So she's explaining to the human torch of all people, how uh, Wanda's kids came about. And she says, Wanda used her power to alter probabilities to make it possible for the two of them to start a family. Her offspring were born of a combination of magic. I taught her and Wanda's own mutant power. Lately, an imbalance has developed in that matrix. Whenever Wanda is not consciously thinking about them, the tiny creatures disappear. And uh, that, so that actually I was like, oh, that's a cool – I like that reveal because, you know, there are literally, what, like 10 different governesses who are like, yeah, the kid's gone. They're gone. I don't know where they are. And it was like, what? How do you not know where they are? That was that was Agatha calling them creatures, right? That's so so weird to call the kids creatures. Yeah, and so then that la- I think that's the governess. The lady says creatures. What do you mean by that? And mm-hmm. she says the children are not real. They are manifestations of Wanda's will. One small step beyond illusion, and yet there must be something more about them. Something I do not know. Um, and he, she says, because Doctor Strange officiated at their birth, and even he, our Sorcerer Supreme, detected no aberration in them. And so Human Torch says, well, then they must be real. And he, she says, there are many kinds of reality, and Wanda's power is great, greater than even she suspects, but not so great that she can create life. That power is reserved unto but one force in this universe. And I was thinking, like, well, Agatha, that is very unbecoming of a witch. To mm-hmm. say that the only person that can create life is God, <laughs> like, right. I feel like that's the exact opposite of what a witch would say. Yeah, I, I was I was reading that when when they, when they're talking about you know when when she's not thinking about them, the kids don't exist. 
Like I was thinking about that for the show. Like yeah. people on like on the outskirts of town, like she's not thinking about them. They just like go into the stasis where everybody's just standing still. Yeah. Like like subconsciously, she's not thinking about all these people on the outskirts. So like they're all frozen. Like when Vision's walking through a couple episodes back, that's what it made me think about. Like mm-hmm. it probably has oh, nothing for to do sure. with it at all. But you know, I I think the kids are real in the show though. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I, I, at the end of the day, you're, we we are basing it off of just this comic, and we have to remember that they do become real, and they're a part of the Young Avengers, and now, like, Wiccan is married to Hulkling and all this stuff. Like, they're actual living beings now, so I think Marvel is kind of just – I think they're going to say, like, let's just skip ahead to the good part where they actually end up being real mm-hmm. and not waste our time with these weird mephi- – like, I – Mephisto is is definitely one of my favorite villains just because of how interesting he is. Like he's always he's always one step ahead. He's always got some like with this. Like I thought that was a really cool twist when he says like actually those are my soul pieces. So when you recombine them, it's me that will get to. And I was like, oh, that's really clever to manipulate Master P like that. But <laughs> I don't think Mephisto is going to be in the factors into WandaVision at all. No. Uh-uh. I mean, I, I don't think I don't think there's ever the only indication of it was, was, you know, at the very beginning of the show when they were talking about the devils and the details. But I think I think a lot of people I mean, this we've seen this forever, Robert, right? Like literally anytime there's any sort of um, anything really like, you know, the speculation goes and there's always let's find out what the wildest theory is and see if we can make that work in our heads. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. it always ends up being that they always pick whatever just makes the most sense is not the most complicated thing ever. And I feel like if they did do Mephisto, there's just it's it's too big of a can of worms to open up, especially in the last episode. You're right. And yeah. not only that, but it kind of um, like I think when you go back and rewatch all of this, knowing what we know now, I think you'll very quickly see. And people already kind of did that. Like the, the reason she said all of those things is because she's a witch. Like she's talking about the devil. She's spraying lavender. She's doing all of these things that are witchy things. I think that's it. It's just that she's a witch. And who knows? Maybe in you know three years we find out that she she's been you know working for a higher power and she never knew who that was and it ends up being Mephisto. But I just don't see that happening in quite some for a long time. No, I just I just see. In, in in the show, I see her motivations just being like she's power hungry. That's all it is. Yeah, absolutely. Like I, I don't think I don't think there's no other driving force behind her. Like maybe maybe she can change. Maybe maybe she'll take like a Loki turn, but not now. I I think it's just it's just a simple. The, 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 like the, the show is more about you know Wanda dealing with her grief. Exactly. And it's not it's not about like all these Easter eggs. I mean they're they're cool and everything, but I think. In, you know, and I, I, I blame myself too. We get kind of caught up in all the Easter eggs and trying to, trying to, you know, get more receipts than the IRS, trying to freaking, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, trying to, uh, you know, speculate and, and be the ones to get it right. But yeah, for me, I'm, I'm just enjoying the show. It, it's really fun. So. Oh yeah, absolutely. I, you know, the only receipt that I think I'm. Uh, really hanging on to or really hope is true is that something comes from you know how i had said that the the hex will expand and give kamala her powers or other people in new jersey her their powers i i still hope that that happens if it doesn't happen i'm okay with it but like that's the only one i'm hanging on to and i don't think that's an unrealistic 
uh, prediction. I think that's especially with what they've been. Actually, you know, that would be kind of weird. So if if she it would need to require her freaking out so bad that she expands the hex to all of New Jersey and <clears> then um, and somehow because she would still need to go through the hex twice more to get her to get powers theoretically well, based maybe, off of Monica. Maybe, well, yeah, if we just base it off Monica, but maybe it's different for different people. Who knows? Well, you know, you're absolutely right, man. What if it if it's like Monica isn't? Um, I mean, the same way that Carol isn't a mutant, Monica isn't a mutant. It takes them more times. What if for a mutant, they only need to go through the barrier once? Or and, it just, or she just got her powers accelerated because she went through so many damn times. Maybe it's something that takes develops. a while if you go through like once or twice. You know. Yeah. If you, so maybe who knows? No, you might be right because her cells were already rewriting themselves, and she had only gone through twice. Mm-hmm. And that, if that's all it takes, then that's totally foreseeable because she could expand the barrier. Hell, she could expand the barrier to the entire planet, and then right. she could pull the barrier back when she realizes, fine, I won't do that. Like I, she gets the ending or whatever. When she pulls it all back, that would be the second time, and then everyone would get their powers. I don't yeah, think it'll I, be on a global scale though. I still like. I still like that. You know, hopefully, maybe that does happen. If it doesn't, yeah, I'm not tripping. But exactly, that would be that would be cool if that's that's what gives uh, you know, Miss Marvel her powers. That would it would be, cool. be a very um, it would be a very convenient solution to the mutant problem. But it would also be a very convenient um, sort of origin story for well, not not origin story, but a, a sort of healing for wanda i guess i don't know i feel like if there's gonna be some sort of reckoning for her um in in a real world level of like okay well you also kind of kidnapped an entire town like there's got to be a consequence for that and so maybe because they see like oh but you also gave a lot of people powers like we'll let it slide sort of thing like get out of here uh, I don't know. I, I'm actually, you know what? Let me ask you that. Do you think Wanda is going to face any consequences for what she's done in the show? I, I, I think so. She probably will. But I mean, what what can you do? Exactly. Like, what can you do to her? Nothing. You can't, I guess you can, you can take away vision. Well, I mean, that's probably what's going to happen anyway. It, 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 as much as it sucks, and as much as I don't want it to happen, I think we're going to lose him. Uh, Technically a third time because, you know, she blew him up the first time. Thanos ripped his damn forehead open the second time. And now she's probably going to have to deal with him being gone again. And probably what, what mostly the show is about is her dealing with her grief and, 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 and like being at peace with it, you know. Yeah. I, and that's, that, that's going to be the big piece of the third time, I think, is, you know, the first two times that he died, it was completely – out of her control and being able to properly prepare properly grieve like the first time she has to kill him but it's not like a hey take your time like you know just kill me slowly it's like a hey you got to do this right now or you know thanos is going to kill me and then the second time it was thanos killing him so if it's something where she gets to say goodbye she gets to watch one more episode of tv with him before you know his whatever his you know that that would actually i'm getting chills just thinking about it but that would be really a really perfect ending would be her going like okay i will lift the barrier but i want to like i want one more show like i want to do one more show with you and her and him sit down on the couch 
and you start seeing it kind of go between black and white, whatever. Like it's getting really wonky. She's crying. He that'd be cool if he like got one tear out of his eye as white vision, whatever. I'm throwing out a lot of ideas right here, but then, you know, and then it ends and she takes down the barrier. Like, I think that's punishment enough having to have your husband die a third time. That's pretty. Yeah. I, 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 but he, hey, hey, Hayward's got to pay for this shit, man. Cause he's the one antagonizing her the whole that dude. See, that's what I'm because, saying. Like, are they going to be able to do all of this in this ep- ep- episode? It's going to have you know, to be a balls to the wall episode that has like only, only f- no filler, not a single bit of, this is what's been going on, unless it's like one sentence. No, well, yeah, I mean, like that, like if you look at the beginning, not the beginning. I'm sorry. If, when you look at when like, she's going through the portals to each like different traumatic experience, she's cool with just like picking up his remains, I, I guess, and giving him a proper burial. Like she's at peace, but it's like Hayward's, right. you know, antagonizing her and saying, "Hey, no, I'm not giving you this three billion dollars worth of vibranium and all this other stuff." Like, 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 basically, you know, getting her riled up to do something. So she, you know, before she was just chilling. Like, she, oh, yeah. she was she was okay with it, but now, now that she sees that, you know, this government entity is trying to do something with him, that's when she goes, you know, she goes off. It's not, it's not that, it's not that. I don't think it's something that she she's filled with grief to where she does something crazy. We we see that now. She's just doing it to protect him basically mm-hmm. because they're they're trying to turn him into you know a soulless weapon and it wasn't and, and even of course, like, of course, it wasn't even immediate either right like he no he talks with her for quite a while up there of like hey you know this is what we're doing why we're doing it and she you can clearly tell that she's upset but she's yeah. she's holding it together like she's not so upset that she's creating a hex no like, and you can you can see him you can see him in the background just like Got get that look on his face, like oh, oh. yeah, I'm about, I'm about to get her ass. <laughs> oh, know, so. exactly. Yeah, he's like because he knows he has to. Know. <laughs> he, he, he's loving it. He's loving like antagonizing her the whole time. So you know, because because they know that that's she's she's the key to to you know activating them again. They mm-hmm. they pretty much figured that out. But uh, I mean, yeah, I think I think this whole thing is just about her, just. Having that family once she once she just goes into protection mode and protecting vision once she has it, it's like you know this this ain't so bad like you know it was involuntary the first time she she built the she built the uh, the 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 anomaly in the first place but I, I guess after a while she she's like okay I, I can I can live with this so that's why you know she she's hesitant to do anything about it even when vision tells her like people are people are suffering. She's she's good with it because this is what she wants. She wants her family. She wants vision back, even though that's not that wasn't her intention in the first place. You yeah. Know? So, Do you think that you know based on her car ride into Westview, mm-hmm. and you see, uh, I mean, everyone looks really sad, mm-hmm. and you don't see Mister Hart. I wonder if, yeah, I mean, like you don't see Mister Hart. There's the whole bit with Norm where he. Um, we're not Norm Abulash, where he, you know, he's talking about his dad being really sick. And then mm-hmm. you see Jones putting up the piano sign, which, right. but he looks really sad while he's doing it. Uh, maybe he's not good at piano or he doesn't like piano anymore. But um, it just seems like that maybe there was some sort of, not even like a tragedy, but that, you know, not, not a collective tragedy that the town experienced, more so just individual tragedies that people within the town experienced 
and she made she fixed that right like she gave kind of like in house of m maybe that's the one thing they're pulling from house of m is that she's created in westview this place where everyone got what they wanted uh, mrs hart got mr hart back jones got his wife back uh you know whatever the case may be maybe at the end when she brings the hex down they really lean into that idea that everything that she's created uh is actually real and you know the hex drops and mr hart is still alive vision you know what whatever her kids are still alive and so maybe that is how they get away with letting her off the hook of like okay i mean you, maybe you know we we did not appreciate you being in our heads but you did bring our loved ones back to life sort of thing maybe that's good that's a good point maybe i mean maybe the stuff is permanent because remember when when monica comes back through the uh the uh the hex the second time she still has the 70s clothes on it they, they didn't change yeah you know? she rewrote reality like they, they even said that that you she know, rewrote it. Her... it didn't change outside the hex it was, st- it was still there so exactly. maybe maybe that's the key you and know? that would be the i mean to me that t- seems like the most perfect arc for her to at the same time be able to voluntarily let vision go to say goodbye to him and lose that life and at the same time give life to so many other people is like such a perfect balance of good and sad or just you know what i mean like it's just yeah that seems so poetic if that's what they chose to do it sounds good to me Oh, I mean, yeah, I'll uh, let me check and I'll email Kevin and see if he <laughs> just to double check. Man, hey, you know what? Yeah. We've only got a couple days until the finale. I know, I right? That's crazy. Yeah. And uh, you know, and we'll we'll wrap up with this. The uh, so <laughs> okay, that the, the story again. The story is cool. When you read the whole thing on this issue, it's pretty cool. But when you're thinking about it more than a second, it's so dumb. Right. She. You know, they're they're at the point where so he's like, haha, I've got all my soul bits. I'm going to put the kids into me and I'll get my last two bits. And he does. And then he gets sucked away and Mephisto's back. He's like, all right, it worked like awesome. And then Ebony turns into this badass giant cat. And oh, Robert, did you see those panels of the cat just beating the crap out of Mephisto, like slamming him up against the wall, biting his legs and. Oh my god, it was gorgeous, wasn't it? Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, right. No, I'm thinking of a, the uh, my wish kind of comic. What, what actually happened? Yeah, no, it did, panel, it's all off screen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we get a panel in a comic book of mm-hmm. the characters describing what is happening, which is the worst thing that you can do. And that's like the ultimate uh, party foul for a comic, I think, because. You know, you can get away with that in a movie, especially when it's a low budget movie. But there's that whole thing about like, don't describe what's happening. Just show it. And if it's a comic book, like all that requires is you to draw. Like, did John Byrne not know how to draw it? Because in the panel beforehand, the cat looks pretty cool. Like that giant cat looked really cool. And then I was like, wait, what? And it's just all of them staring at a bright light. I don't think I don't think they could have got away with it because they're what they were describing was pretty graphic so i don't think they could have got away with some of the oh, stuff oh that makes sense too. damn the 80s <laughs> yeah. dude i was i was pretty mad i was actually pretty upset because i was like that to me that's like an anime fight of seeing a giant cat fighting the mm-hmm. devil like 
Oh, that'd be so cool. And so then from there, though, it's like, oh, you know, we hear a voice in Wanda's head, and it's it's Agatha. And she's like, hang on, dearie. And all of a sudden, we get this weird one panel of open your soul. And Mephisto and Scarlet Witch, again, we don't see it happen, but one of them says, what happened? They cried out at the same time, and now he vanished? And it's yeah. like, what? And we find out that what Agatha did was she – what was she? She banished – mephisto and she banished thomas and william or tommy and billy but she also erased the memory of them from wanda's head that's not going to come into question later on in the future there's no way there's a negative side effect to her doing that right i think isn't that what kind of hat what where is that 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 happens where she's like oh my god i had kids is that in avengers disassembled I think it was. God, what, just you the like, last month. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and even uh, even U.S. Agent, who doesn't even look like U.S. Agent, he just looks like a guy in a, a black costume that is really poorly drawn. Mm-hmm. Um, he says that's inhuman for that to make a mother forget her children. If that happened to my mother, it would kill her. I was about to be, dude. Your mom's already dead. Right. You were just talking to her in the last issue. But mm-hmm. yeah, so again, not a not a strong story overall. But it was still, an, I, I enjoyed it. Like, I, I found myself smiling to myself of, like, good job reading these 80s comics because I usually don't read older <laughs> comics because I, they're I so either. hard to read. And I didn't yeah. find it that hard to read. No, it started off okay at first. Yeah. But like, at, at the end, it started getting real weird. Like it, it really went downhill from, from after, like, the second issue. After that, I was just like, <laughs> what the hell? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. But hey, I mean, at least it, it, it definitely gave us something to talk about and I think is going to give us a couple bits of thing going into this next episode. But as I always do, I'll caution all of you listeners out there as well. Please do not go into any show, but don't go into this show expecting something to happen because if it doesn't happen, I don't want you guys getting upset. I, I think the best thing that Marvel can do in this last episode, whatever that is, is to justify our expectations. Like that's what I want. I don't want anything that I've mentioned to be the actual thing because I, I want to be surprised and I want to be shocked. Yeah, same here. Same yeah. here. I'm just enjoying the ride and not, I'm not trying to speculate no more. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. You I'm know, I, that just popped in my it. head. I'm enjoying the ride. I'm not trying to build the roller coaster. There I'll you just go. Ride it. Mm-hmm. Well, cool, great, Robert. Thank you so much for coming on and doing this with me. I'm looking up at the the recording time, and uh, this is going to be a long episode. <laughs> I did I did not Boy, anticipate yeah. it being this long, but you know what? I guess we did have a lot to talk about when it comes to the Vision Quest. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. I mean, more more about WandaVision than Vision Quest, but you know, it was cool. Hey, but you know what? That's, that was the whole point of this. That's what we wanted to do to get that conversation mm-hmm. out there. And I think, you know what? In, in a way, I think Marvel is doing a great job in regards to getting people reading these older comics, even if it's just to be like, oh, is there something in here that's going to happen in the show? Like, hey, you're still reading the comics. You're still reading comics, which is kind of what we all want, right? We want people to read more comics, and we want them to get into these stories. So Marvel is – they're kicking ass on all fronts. Mm-hmm. They sure are. Awesome. Well, thanks again for coming on. It is always a pleasure to have you on here. Any uh, last thoughts or final words? Uh, no, I'm good, man. I appreciate coming on here every time. Yeah, of yeah. course. 
Well, all right. Thank you guys so much. Again, this was our comic book episode of the month uh, for comics and cinema. I'm your host, Alex Klein, and we will see you all next month.